We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. I know the answers to all the questions. Yeah. We haven't prepared anything. <laughs> I can see we're that. We're just winging it. <laughs> I just got summoned in, so I don't know what we're doing. So did I. <laughs> so. Go. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. All right, today we are flipping the lid. Uh, Jade is going to be our guest and I have Quentin with me. Hello, Quentin. Hello. How are you going? Flipping in the lid, that's a good start. Good, good. Yeah, and yeah. Donny? Churuts, how's it going, mate? I'm good. And Jade, how are you? <laughs> Make no mistake, Noto, he got that off my little Facebook post last night. Ah, right, mm. yes. right. So After I was summoned to come here at 3, 3.30. I suppose we should uh, sort of describe what flipping the lid is, like what... Uh, what do we mean by that, Charles? So today, for <laughs> Jade's 40th birthday, uh, because she is such a lovely lady, we are going to do a bit of a background story on Jade. <laughs> I thought you were so, going to say background check. No, no, um, background story. No, can we not? It's, uh, it's like the Batman series. This is, uh, the, this is the prequel. This is your life, yeah. Jade Benham. <laughs> uh, so is this a roast? Mike, oh. Mike Munro is going to walk through the uh, book. And Mike <laughs> no, so why this come about is... Um, Go closer to the microphone sorry. first. You might be running the show and Charlie's doing the desk and everything. I know. But we still so, have to teach him to work a microphone. So we'll apologise yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to stop applause too. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, so uh, why this has come about, uh, Jade done a lovely talk for the RDHS. Um, she did, yeah. She came along to our uh, annual general meeting uh, last year and it was fantastic. I learned a lot at, on that talk and I thought, you know what, we should uh, actually uh, spread the word about this because unfortunately not too many people rocked up to our AGN so I didn't get to hear <laughs> There you. was a few there though. It was, yeah, no, I was well attended but not, I was expecting, you know, with the star speaker that we had. Was <laughs> thousands. There wasn't, yeah, there wasn't yeah. thousands, yeah. no. You thought it would be only standing room only? That's exactly Quentin, right. But, mm. uh, uh, so, Quentin, would you like to start? Yeah, so pretty much the, the concept was that Jade came in and had this awesome little slideshow where uh, she went had Google Earth up, and if anyone knows what Google Earth is, it shows you, you know, whereabouts you are on the Earth, and had pinpointed... Um, pretty much from conception to where she is now. <laughs> I don't know about conception. I've never asked because I don't want to know. So, <laughs> Back to the old FJ. <laughs> yeah. No, Back my in. father used to drive a Cortina. Oh, Cortina. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I'm pretty sure that's what the first yeah. photo was, a Cortina. Yeah, <laughs> a little red Cortina. <laughs> is that what your second name's Cortina? <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to follow that same Google Earth um, slideshow, but we're, what we're going to do is each time we're just going to, well, the first one we've got is it points out your family home, mm-hmm. which is, it just happens to be, this would be good for Donnie, because it's right next door to the Wurunin Football Netball Club. Yeah. Right yeah. next door. So can you just tell us where that is and what your childhood was like? Um, it is, right. It's Church Road in, in Wurunin which is this side of Swan Hill. Um, and I literally grew up on that footy ground. Not a bad little oval, that, actually. It's a great little oval. Mm. And now, well, un- un- the circumstances surrounding the burning down and the rebuild, mm. since it's been redeveloped, it's magnificent. Yeah. Um, but because it's all the blockies around there that look after the ground, it's, yeah. in, um, it's in fantastic shape, always yeah. has been. Dad was president there for 13 years uh, or something like that. 
Mum was president of the netball club for a long, long time. Um, so our um, our childhood were spent Thursday nights at the footy sheds during yeah. winter, Saturdays at footy and... Did you uh, use the football ground as your, like your backyard? Did yeah. You just, yeah. 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 Well, as soon as we were old enough to go... And my kids do too now when they're at mum and dad's. Yeah. They're let's go to the playground and the playground's literally... 50 yep. metres away. Yeah. So they go there and play on the playground. That's and awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And what else so did it consider? did you go to school in Warrenine? Yeah. So right behind that footy oval, before Jeff Kennett came through and closed all the small schools, right behind that footy oval where Airsy is now. I don't even know Airsy's first name. Greg. Gary. Uh, <laughs> it's not Gary. <laughs> he hasn't got the mullet like Gary. But Airsy's transport. Um, there used to be a tiny little state school there. And I think at most we had 19 students, maybe 21 at a stretch. One year we had 21 students. Um, so, yeah, I went to school with these same people. And um, my two best mates are still from primary school. I lived right next to the school. Uh, Briley, my other best mate, lived next to the church, which is also not there now. And Kellyanne lived around the corner, who's actually the daughter of our former mayor, Anne Young. And we're still all best mates. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so you did all school... Like, by primary school, had the... Primary shut? Or no. You all primary school through there? I got all my primary school through there. It closed in the last two years that my sister was going through, and she's a couple of years younger than me. Oh. Um, and she went to Beverford. So there's still Warrenine Primary, which is apparently a very, very good school, and Beverford District, which is also a very good school. So they amalgamated the two clusters into two schools. And then high school mm. in. Yeah, we touched on that last yeah. week, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> high school. <laughs> we did. With, um, Shui? Yeah, yeah, Glenn Stewart was, was a teacher at the tech school. Yeah. Um, and then he had two heads at the tech school, <laughs> as we said last week. And you went to the high school. <laughs> I went to the high school. And they had yeah. four legs Fancy. at the high school. Yeah. That was the only difference. Yeah. 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 Then there was the McKillop kids, which yeah, the high nice school and the Catholic tech school. Kids. Yeah, yeah that, that was the one thing we could agree on that the yeah. McKillop kids were all twats. Yeah. Wow, my stepson. Now going to McKillop, so um, yeah. So I did one year, one or two years of high school, and then they amalgamated into the Swan Hill College. Yep. So and did VCA there? Any uni? I applied to go to uni. I was yeah. going to Swinburne to do a Bachelor of Media and Communications, which I got into. But out of year 12, ended up getting a traineeship in radio, which doesn't ever yeah. happen. Is this why you ended up in Noosa? Eventually. Oh, um, jumping the gun. Yeah, I ended up starting, uh, I got the traineeship at 3SH. Um, oh. When Mix FM was just, they just bought the FM licences. So I got that right at the end of year 12. Was that just cheap labour before them? Like it, yeah. They just went, you know Someone what? Someone pretty much. Yeah. 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 Um, well, because they hadn't been able to find, they were after a copywriter, so yeah. someone to write ads. Yeah. Um, and I think they, yeah, it was just cheaper for them to do a traineeship and so grow your own labour. still there? Yeah. They still go? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think Stewie still does a bit on 3SH. Really? Oh, yeah, it does broadcast the Central Murray. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's kicking goals. Yeah. But they've got no competition either. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, 3SH and Mix FM is still still going. Yeah. I still do voiceovers for them. Yeah, cool. Mm. There you go. Mm. So, we head to Noosa? Or did you drop into Melbourne before that? Nah, no, nah. Noosa. It's not. It's a pretty shitty place to live, isn't it? Noosa. Noosa. Yeah. Expensive. Oh, if you're very in radio expensive. Yeah. Wage. But um, think of worse places to live. Yeah. Like, seriously. How did that jump come about? Like, how did you go from Swan, Swan Hill and thought, you know what, Noosa, the next spot? Radio is a really small industry. Right. Mm. So um, you're just looking on industry websites looking for jobs and one came up at. I'd been to. Mum and Dad used to take us every couple of years for Queensland holidays. And they took us, I reckon I must have been in about year, year 10. Um, we went to Noosa and I went, oh, I'm going to live here one day. Mm. This is an awesome spot. 
And then I think it was two, uh, 2000, 2001, I got a, um, saw a job come up there for a copywriter announcer paying about $2.50 an hour. <laughs> so I went, yay, I'll do that. Sure, why not? Overpaid. Um, yeah, exactly. Overpaid for talking rubbish. I had to Sorry, finish so how the training. How old was I? Yeah. 20? 21? Oh, fair enough. And I'll, I'll try not to talk over other people, but had you finished your traineeship? <laughs> no. No. So what happened, I was at, um, at 3SH for three or four years, three and a half years, um, and Gatto, who's still the general manager then, by the end of the first year, he went, this is bullshit, mate. I can't keep signing your pay slips for $182 a week. Yeah. Um, I'm taking you off this traineeship and putting you on a full wage. And I went, yay, still living at home. I didn't really bother yeah. me, but, um, you know, I had a Macca's habit to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so, from Noosa... Um, no, before oh. we skip there, Chaz, uh, well, Toulouse, um Yeah, get it right. <laughs> we'll get back to, go back to Swan Hill days before we skip off that. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've involved heavily with your netball and all that kind of stuff. That continued right mm. through to your mm. left. And um, so I think everybody would be interested in how actually far you went in your netball and your basketball. Mm. So my netball, I was I went away to a few talent ID camps, yep. both for playing and umpiring. And in two thousand seven, no, sorry, not two thousand seventeen, nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> uh, while I was seventeen, I was nominated. Oh, six! I can't even remember what year it was. I've got the medallion somewhere. I was nominated for the um, under nineteen distinction award, which is like yeah. rookie of the year thing that they used to do at the grand yeah. final breakfast. I didn't get that. Melanie Waite, who won the personality or something of the year. At the last vote count, yeah. Yeah. won it, and she won everything, and yeah. so she should because she's still playing and she's she's a champ. So yeah, we and we used to go away to tournaments and all what, this stuff. What there was wasn't your position. Where, where are you? I used to play center. both ends of the court. Center, yeah, right. Center. <laughs> I'll play center here on a Monday night. I don't mind, but um, goal keep goal shoot. Yeah, yeah, correct. And then as I got fitter, occasionally goal attack, depending on who was coaching, but. Yeah. I, so I started playing A grade when I was 15 or so with a coach who's still the best coach I reckon I've ever had, a lady called Glennis Williams, who I believe still lives in Moorinine. Yep. She was brilliant, but she was not gentle at all. <laughs> and there's probably a reason she doesn't coach these days because, you know. you know, It's sensitive, these young kids. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And basketball. Let's not turn this into a back in my day. No, no well. <laughs> basketball I played. Basketball was a bit of a different kettle of fish because I didn't – Coming from a small school, the, the kids I played basketball with, I didn't go to school with. So I found it quite clicky and I was a bit standoffish. Um, having said that, I had a couple of really good coaches. I had a couple of really not so great coaches that kind of put a bit of a squash on it. But the coaches that I had, I played for Swans in the Swan Hill Basketball Association. I won a couple of coaches awards and I just used to get plonked in the middle. You're, you know, I was six foot tall by the time yeah. I was bloody... 15, so yeah. I just get plunked in the middle. I was a tall centre and don't shoot, you palm it off. And so obviously you still do a bit of, still do a bit of umpiring. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you, you, <laughs> yes. was it no, injury? you can just pull the volume. This is the oh, volume. Right. Did you actually, um, was it injury that drew you away from playing or you just thought no. umpiring was the way to go? It was my mum, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I had, as far as netball umpiring went, I can't remember ever saying I want to be an umpire, but yeah. mum was a very good and my grandmother was the only great a great umpire in a yeah. long time um so it was kind of i was the first girl to come through the netball rank so i end up getting my c grade badge at 14 yep. but back in those days you had to work for it so yeah. i did i was umpiring a grade matches at 
yeah, 13, 14, and I had to go away to a tournament called Country Week. Yeah, I reckon yeah. they used to have it here in Mildura yeah. on the grass yeah, courts with the regionals. Used to be yeah. cricket and everything Country Week. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, I went away to that and got it in 95. Yeah. So still I enjoy doing it? I still enjoy doing it. I still haven't moved up to the next badge because yeah. now it's, ooh, it's quite hard to move up to that next one, but yeah. this year. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Neil Clifford, if you're and, listening. And what does that mean? To, like, it means you can umpire different games? Not necessarily. It just means that you're a, you've developed your umpiring to be a better standard than, yeah. than a C-grade badged umpire. So yeah. at the moment I'm a C-grade badged umpire still um, and have been working my butt off for years. I mean, there's different avenues I suppose you can go down, but to be a B-grade umpire... I would like to be at the same standard my mum was in her heyday. Um, And until I'm at that, I wouldn't be satisfied with just going and saying, yeah, okay, you tick all the boxes. Yeah, Yeah. you can tick all the boxes, but I'm not happy with that. Um, So, yeah, maybe this year. A few things to work on. And where are you going to be involved in the Rumble Euston Footy Club this year? This year I am. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not travelling. You're not travelling? I'll probably travel once or twice because there's a great coach over in the Goulburn Valley, which is a fantastic league and they've got a heap of state league and Vixens players playing for them so yeah. it's obviously going to be a much better yeah. standard so if I can get to a point there where I'm confident that I can umpire any A grade match then yeah I'll be a little a little more satisfied. And so do netballers uh, talk back as much as the uh, basketballers? No <laughs> um, but on in netball, in netball there's oh yeah different leagues are different um, but in netball there's a very specific three you get a caution you get a warning and then you're off and if you do it again you're out of the game so there's four steps so people just for the most part they don't do it and if they push then they get sanctioned appropriately (laughs) (laughs) we are off to noosa yeah yeah, i think we should move on because we've uh back to noosa yeah no no we can leave this could go a while just so you know i feel like we're only up to slide three out of 16 (laughs) (laughs) and i left a lot of stuff out of that all right, like so Luke said to me, did you tell him about the night with Fallout Boy? And I went, oh, no, not the major. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff left out of that. I'll just write a note of that. <laughs> um, anyway, so you've moved to Melbourne by the looks of things and started at Nova. After Noosa, yeah, I came back to Swan Hill um, very, very briefly. Um, and then Nova 100 launched in Melbourne. So they needed a junior rider. And again, they went, we'll pay you $2.60 an hour. And I went, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, went and started at Nova 100 when that first launch. It was Husey, Kate and Dave were the breakfast team then. And And they're um, still around? Husey and Kate are still doing their Mm. stuff. Kate's still in Italy. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen her hear that. Um, But they're great and I still still keep in touch with those guys. And their creative director, oh, she wasn't then, but... um, I, I ended up creative director with uh, a chick that I started working there and we're still one of, you know, second best mates. Is that where you met Silco? Uh, no, I didn't meet Silco until I moved up to Robinvale. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Silco has been around though. He's been with Osterio for a long mm. time. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a radio head. Yeah. It's one of those things. Once you get into broadcasting, it's really hard to get out of your blood, which is why I'm doing this now because you yeah. can't sort of – you move, yeah. try and move on to other things. Yeah. And married to a Robinvale girl, so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Silco. Mm. Yeah. Martin. Yeah, Martin Carter. Yeah. Oh, that's Silco. Okay. Yeah, know. that's Silco. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, he's a good tennis player as well. Apparently. Yeah. You mm. any good at tennis, Joe? No. Uh, Ooh, no. <laughs> this is the podcast. Are you, I was going to say, where's my husband? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Every, I did say to Luke, 
this happens every Australian Open <laughs> where I watch the tennis. I'm like, sure, that's not that hard. Sure, let's go play tennis. And every year he beats me. <laughs> I reckon I've beaten him in one set in our entire relationship. I've beaten him in one set. It was in Fiji earlier this year, but I am not a oh, tennis player. I reckon he told us something totally different. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't let never, the truth get in the way of a good close. story. Although, although to his defence, he, he, he did mention that you weren't too good at tennis, but he did also mention that your um, snowboarding is exceptional, mm. that you are a very good snowboarder. So we might get to that further on. I think mm. we... Yeah. We'll uh, talk, talk about, about Nova. Nova. Yeah, yeah. Yep. What do you got there? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, the phone's gone. So off. what did you do after Nova? Um, um, oh, you shifted uh, overseas, by oh, I did, yes. Oh. So I was at Nova for five and a half or six years. My timeline's very fuzzy because... Working in Melbourne media with access to um, tickets to gigs every night and all sorts of other things. Yeah, your memory as, gets a bit hazy. Uh, as Osha alluded to when yeah, he was on the podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's right. And that's where I met Osha the first mm. time. Um, and he was he was a bit of a douche, but yeah. now I kind of understand why. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Nova was a great time and I still keep in touch with. The news director that I worked with there is still there because they're, they're a good company to work for. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of people still there. But, anyway... By the time I was, I turned 26, I'd become creative director and was working long hours. I was living down the coast because I'd learnt to surf while I was living in Noosa. Awesome. So I'd moved down to Jan Juk and I was commuting every day and that it sort of started to burn me out a little bit. So I decided to go live in a tree. Just run away from yeah. the world. Yeah, well, pretty much. Um, was it for a job though? Or? Yeah, 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 it was for Camp America. So. Oh, okay. I had a client at Nova who were um, CC USA, Camp Councillors USA, and uh, while I was doing their campaign, I'd said to the client, I said, if you can find me somewhere, like living in a tree, no power, somewhere beautiful that maybe I could still go for a surf, then great. And he did. He found me this camp on a sandbar on Lake Michigan, which you could surf on, like freshwater surfing. It's the most bizarre thing ever. He nailed every bit of your brief. He nailed, nailed every... And then, as soon as I left... He swapped and went to work at Nova 100. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah. So that's where I ended up, up in... Uh, How long did you spend there? <sighs> the summer. So I was in Michigan for four months and then camp ended, as summer tends to do, and it gets very, very cold in Michigan very, very quickly. And then I went off to Vermont, which is probably not on that uh, slideshow, I wouldn't I think. Oh, no, we've got, Cape, oh, no, we've got the Cape Lookout. Camp oh, Lookout. yeah, that's Camp Lookout and Crystal Air. Yeah. So I went to Vermont after that to finish out the last month of the summer um, at a resort that is... Tyler Place Family Resort. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a cult. No. <laughs> you know Dirty, dirty it Dancing? It looks like a cult. It <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a cult. Well, I don't know. Did you have to carry watermelons? Um, yes, I did. Oh, good. And I had to... Did you drink the Kool-Aid? Um, yes, I did. <laughs> And you made it out. I you? drank a lot of stuff. So Bernie Sanders, who if you, anyone's into political American yeah, politics, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Bernie Sanders actually had a function there towards the end of the um, end of the summer, which right. I waitressed at, and made a very handsome pocket full of cash. In Wait tips. a minute, he's been around for that long. He, how, how long ago? He's we, like 180. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> how long are we talking? This? Oh, this was um, he was only a senator then, I think. Oh, that would have been two thousand. Yeah, two thousand and six, summer two thousand and six. Oh, yeah. But that's uh, dirty dancing. That yeah, those yeah. resorts are yeah. a thing in yeah. America, they, and that's that was something one of the, they actually do. Yeah, it's something yeah. they actually do. And yeah. I was one of the staff 
Um, oh. Two sober nights I had <laughs> the entire six weeks I was there. Yeah. Two. <laughs> that's it. Nobody puts Jade in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but... I was going to say. <laughs> no, that's right. No. But also uh, my best mate, Cal, that I was talking about before... So at the end of the summer, because it's in Vermont, it snows in and everything freezes. So that any of the staff that are left there on the last night of the season, it's their duty, and I'm not even joking, it's their duty and part of their job description that you have to drink the kegs dry. Oh, God. Oh, that's, that's a shame. That's such a <laughs> I know. Job. Such a shame. So we stuck around because we didn't have anything better to do. And it was, it's the drunkest I have ever seen my darling best mate, Cal, who can drink, It would be able to drink most men under the table on any given day of the week. We had to wheel her home on a bicycle. Which was <laughs> That's a tough gig. Oh, it was a tough. It took us three hours. Because like a you bike is an unstable thing yeah, at the best I, of times. Yeah, try putting a drunk female on it. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Jeez, it was. It was three and a half hours. I think it took us for a five-minute walk. Yeah. Mm, it was tough, but it. But was, I'm sure you were sober, so. You yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. care. You know, it yeah. was whatever. Mm. Uh, so, you still stayed in America for a while. How long were you mm. in America <laughs> all up? <laughs> Mm, three years. Three years. So how does that work? How did that, oh. so wait, so, I'll just okay. black that out for legal reasons. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, well, I've been back a few times since. But, yeah. um, Sorry, gotta go. Oh, oh, Norto's sure. been called out on a job. Had luck. See you, mate. Thanks. Thank you for your service. <laughs> so what happens is uh, through CCUSA, if you go over on any of those student things, you get a student working visa. And once you get that, you can get a so you apply for your social security number. Yep. And... That's it. <laughs> and without being rude, like, I'm, I was a single white female. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I'm not... Uh, weren't attracting attention. I'm not attracting attention. I can yeah. pull off an American accent if I ever... I, I think Go, my time... Do it now. Oh, my God, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the whole... The rest what? of the podcast, I want What is your problem? <laughs> um... Yeah, so it was just one of those things. Once you go to Social Security, I've still got a California driver's licence and oh, nice. all that kind of stuff. It's not hard. As long as you don't leave, yeah. not hard to come back. Mm. Fair enough. Mm. So the whole time you didn't come back, just stayed there three years? I actually did leave once when my... Because I ended up changing my visa. Um, I had a round-the-world ticket. So when I left, my intention was to go and do the summer in uh, Michigan and come back and go to work. Just go around the yeah. world and come back and go to work after three months. Yeah, that's Three years happen. already in America. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I when I before the twelve months of that um, ticket, that airline ticket ended, I came back, changed my visa, um, did all the right things, and went back. Nice. Mm. Uh, so, what was Mountain View? Mountain View is where I ended up becoming a an au pair. Oh, lovely. Mountain View is in California. It's Silicon Valley. It's where Google was born. Oh, actually, it's where Facebook was born. Yep. Have you just been back there recently? Yes. Yeah. That what Luke was telling us about this the other day. Probably. It's where Stanford University is. Yeah. That's what he would have been talking yeah, about. Yeah. About the gym. Yeah. yeah. So um, I lived with one of my favourite people who won a national championship, an NCAA national championship with basketball. Uh, lived with her, and she now works at Stanford. And the gym and everything, their athletic programs just ridiculous. So I got to have a you know muck around on practice squads and um, work with some really good like coaches, like the swimming coaches who coached Olympic swimmers and things like. These are the people that you would be at like barbecues and things yeah. with, yeah. Um, and getting information. I ran while I was living there. I ran three half marathons just because you've got coaches there that can give you advice. Why yeah. not? Um, that's where I took up cycling too. You know what? I think we've missed something. 
What did you miss? Tampa. Tampa Bay. Oh. <laughs> it looks like, I don't know what's happened here. Is there a church or something? Tampa is near Clearwater, Florida. And if you know anything about Scientology, Clearwater is like ground, well, yeah, ground zero. zero. <laughs> For Scientologists. Um, but Tampa is where we ended up. After, so after we left the Vermont, the Tyler Place Family Resort, we had no real plans. So we hired an RV. And in America, you can hire RVs. If they've got to go back somewhere, you can hire them at really cheap rates. So we had 10 days to drive an RV back from Birmingham in Vermont back down to Tampa. And I'd met um, some of my campers were from Tampa whose wedding I was supposed to go to in Vienna last year. So you keep in contact with <laughs> yeah. all of these people. So we ended up in Tampa for a month or so looking after their kids and going to Disney World and I think that's, living that's the I life in their basement. About travelling, it's the best thing. Oh, it's, yeah. Meeting up with people. Yeah. I know I've got like friends pretty much all mm. over the world now. Yeah, that's right. And if yeah. you're ever going to a country, you know yeah. that you'll always have a bed. Well, LA... When yeah. I'm going to LA soon, I've got yeah. someone to stay. Yeah, yeah. through social media, you can keep in contact yeah. these days. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. way easier. Yeah. 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 Um, so when I was in Mountain View, Palo Alto is where Facebook first went public, and they, they are in Menlo Park now. They've created their own, like, suburb, which is Hacker's Way. Okay. But they started in this tiny, tiny little office in University Avenue where I used to go for coffee and things, and you were just like... Because MySpace was the thing then. Facebook yeah. wasn't around. But... It went public while I was there and Google were only just starting to grow. So I was able to go and do some work for Google during the day. And, you know, it was, you kind of absorb all this so you work for by. Google, A little bit here and there, just doing yeah. usability stuff. Yeah, you know, using it and telling what I like about it, what I don't like about it. Were you one of the people that uh, got them onto following us around? No. <laughs> Keeping tabs on us? No, but I, I do remember looking at things like Google Earth and the news, like the feeds and things like that. Um, and it's bizarre how they even did it then with the eye-tracking cameras yeah. and things like that, watching the user journey of how it goes. And, yeah, it was uh, bizarre then. I'd hate to see what it's like now. Go on leaps and bounds. Mm. So I dare say this next place is where you picked up your snowboarding abilities? Actually, no. Oh. Um, I, oh, I'd already... <laughs> <laughs> well, because, um, so Mountain View, geographically, Mountain View and California is still one of my favourite places. Yep. So you could go snowboarding at Lake Tahoe or Squaw Valley, which is where they held, held a Winter Olympics in the afternoon, and drive home and go surfing in, nice. in the evening down at like Santa Cruz or somewhere around there. So the family that I'd lived with were right into skiing. So they'd quite often, like every weekend, we'd go to Lake Tahoe. And I'd learnt to ski through Nova because they um, were sponsors of Mount Hotham or had a partnership with Mount Hotham. So I learnt up there. But when you're going every weekend, it's not hard to yeah, get really good yeah. really quickly. Yeah. And my yeah. snowboard's sitting in the garage. So if anyone wants to come... You don't ski, do you? No, well, mm. no, I've tried to ski. But I haven't been for a couple of years and I'm itching to. And there's a good excuse now because... Go to you know, Japan, it's awesome. No, yeah, but <laughs> holiday here this year, Charlie. They've just suffered a bushfire, yeah. for goodness sake. Yeah, next year. Mm. So, well, what are you doing in, what were you doing in Canada then? Just work? Or? That was... No, no, I, I was supposed to. I had a work visa for yeah. Canada. But I found it really hard to leave... California. So I went to Canada because my mate Kel was working there. So I went up there for a little while. And that's where I first injured my shoulder snowboarding, thinking I was awesome and caught a back edge on a snowboard and collected a, um, collected a snow bank and crushed my shoulder to smithereens, unfortunately. Um, what's healthcare like there? Don't know. Didn't do anything about it. Oh, right. mm. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, went to, well, because I didn't have. My visa wasn't exactly up to scratch, oh, right, so I didn't yeah. do any of that. I 
just left it for about six years until I literally couldn't even so try myself. What age are we talking here? Oh, 27, 27, 28. So when did you start the whole uh, sports physio kind of stuff? Oh, I did that when I was living in Noosa. I did my qualification. Oh, okay. But the qualification, I qualified in 2001. There was no certificate three or four back then. Yep. So I just did a practical diploma of oh, massage. Yeah. And I've never updated, which is why I'm not Get a member by. of the... Yeah. It gets me by and yeah. you, can't, you learn off... Yeah. You know, all the old blokes. Yeah. Mm. Best way. Mm. I reckon. Well, my calf's benefited. Oh, yes, I bet it has. Yeah. Mm. They didn't, well, I haven't pulled them since. But you've won a couple of games. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> Yeah, I've got calves. Move on to looks. Uh, right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, three years are up, you left Canada. Yes. Uh, did you go to the UK straight after that or yeah. did you come home for a bit? No, no, I went to the UK straight after that. Landed in London and some of... So when I left Nova after so long, it had really changed. So when it launched, it was... Sounds different and it was two ads in a row and it was it was almost a commercial Triple J. Yeah. By the time we'd I'd left, they'd gone out to four ads in a row yeah. and they'd started to sound a lot like Fox. Triple so M. there was, yeah, no, not even Triple M, it was Fox. And, yeah. you know, us cool kids that were there from the beginning kind of thought, this is tacky, we are leaving. So there was, um, I reckon, eight of us leave in the same couple of months that I left. One of which ended up in the UK and is still there. So I ended up crashing with him for a little bit and his wife was working in digital media. She ended up getting me the job oh. I had in London, which is... And it's, mm. is that where all this started? Pretty much, all yeah. All the Clear Eyes Media stuff? Kind of, yeah. It didn't interested. start there, but I was working for a global um, digital media company managing advertising campaigns and it was still kind of in its infancy. So I was working with like Nintendo and Reebok and Adidas and like Smirnoff Vodka and Diageo, all those alcohol brands, which was very nice. Um, And of course you had all the digital publishers taking you out to dinner at Mayfair and um, Rally Car, you know, just really trying to get you to place your ads with them, which was kind of nice, but it it was a big learning curve to go from broadcast media to digital media and actually be measurable and accountable and kind of, oh, what do you mean no one's looking at that ad? <laughs> yeah. There is ways to measure it, though. There is, yeah, with digital there is, yeah. but with radio, not really, yeah. no. So um, you can pretty much go, oh, we've got thousands of listeners and clients so will listen to it. Did you stay there for the whole two years after? Or? No, because my visa ran out. Oh. <laughs> so I went to, I thought I'd be creative, and I went to, as it was starting to run out, I took some leave from work and went to Italy, back to the birthplace of my grandparents mm, in the way. hope of, because it, you hear of it happening all the time, people go to Italy back to the birthplaces of their grandparents, doing whatever is needed there, and you can get Italian residency, yeah, then you can get an, an EU yeah. Yeah, an EU passport. Tried to do that. Unfortunately, my grandmother was uh, made a citizen before I was born. Yeah, I had the same problem. Yeah, yeah annoying. Because yeah. having an EU, because I used to travel around Europe a lot, um, having an EU passport would have been so, so much, much easier. Yeah. It wouldn't be now, but yeah, um, yeah it would have been so much easier. Because I was in Amsterdam, you know, once a week. I was in Sweden a couple of times a month. You know, it was, and you'd have to wait. To get back into the country was annoying. So annoying. I know. First world. World. First world problems. So, by the looks of this thing, mm. you you didn't come home after that. Either. You skimmed over fall, Fallout Boy. Thanks for that. Is this where the Fallout Boy, mm. boy come thing come in? Fallout Boy actually. Okay, fine. I'll tell the story because it's a good one, and people don't believe it. Um, when we first went to America the first time, 
we landed in LA and we had like four weeks in LA and we were staying in, I'd had a, a mate from Nova go over first and he had, he'd actually won a green card in the green card lottery. What? Yeah. And he's still there. So he's now an American citizen, I think, or have dual citizenship, whatever. So we went and stayed with him. You know, he'd already started to make friends in LA, which was great, but I was a tragic River Phoenix. Do you remember River Phoenix? Yes. Joaquin's older brother. Yes. Older, more sexy, more talented brother. Uh, Love these drugs. No, he didn't. He was a <laughs> vegan and lived a clean lifestyle. Did he die of an overdose? Yes, he did at the Viper Room. <laughs> but but um, while we were in LA, I wanted to go to the Viper Room. So we did one night. And of course, we had Australian accents. So the bouncer thought we were quite funny. The waitresses and the waiters at the bar were also quite funny. It was a live music night, great night. By the end of it, um, because we'd been so well looked after by the bar staff, we were all stonkered. <laughs> and as you open, or as they open the doors of the Viper Room, it opens out onto Sunset Boulevard and Whiskey Go goes right across the road. And remember, this is 2006. So Fallout Boy were only just, that only just had their really big first hit, or hadn't even really, they were just starting to crack into radio in the US. They've opened the doors and our friend Stacey has literally rolled out of the club <laughs> onto Sunset Boulevard and there was a roadie coming across the road from Whiskey Go-Go to the car park behind the Viper Room uh, with a, a drum or something and he's come past and scooped her up and put her up a big uh, African-American guy and put her on, <laughs> put her back on the pavement and went, look after your friend, okay? And I was, we were like, oh, sorry, mate, thanks for saving her. And he's like, oh, my God, you're Aussies. <laughs> So that was it. He's like, um, I'm a roadie for this band. They've just played across the road and um, do you want to come back and party? And it was the third party we'd been invited to. And if it was left up to me, I would have gone to the first one. I'm like, yeah, let's party. <laughs> but my, my mate, Kel, who is always the voice of reason, she's got very good instincts. So there was a couple of guys from New York that had invited us to a party and she went, no, nah, we're not going with them. They're creeps. Okay. okay, cool. No worries. But when they sort of said everything, by the time... The rest of them had come over. And the lead singer for Fall Out Boy, whose name I can't remember, just looks like a little nerdy guy, whatever. You've got Pete Wentz, the emo kid with the eyeliner, who kind of like, mm, weirdo, whatever. <laughs> um, but she was like, yeah, okay, cool. If you're just over in Beverly Hills, no problem. We're over on Melrose, no worries. So we've gone over there. We were partying all night. We've pulled up to this house and it was immaculate, like this big three-storey white pillars out the front, immaculate lawn. We're like... Is this your parents' house? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, this is our place. You know, we've got a small record deal. We've got a studio in the back, so, you know, whatever. And we're like, okay, whatever. And we walk in, there's no furniture in the house. There's like a couch and a bar, loads of beer. Do you think this is where you go to die? A couple of bongs. <laughs> no, not at all. We were like, this is awesome. <laughs> Looking back on it now, I'm like, if my kids did yeah. anything like that, I would kick their ass <laughs> into tomorrow. Yeah. But they had this studio at the back, so we've gone down and jammed with them a little bit because I play a couple of musical instruments and... Oh, you glossed over that. Oh, I don't like to mention it. What do you it. play? Uh, piano, guitar, organ. Oh, uh, organ. Organ. I nice. went to grade three in organ. Nice. And even the trumpet a little bit. Uh, not the flute. No. The there were no flutes. <laughs> the recorder. Yeah, recorder. I can play the recorder. Thank God I can play the recorder. <laughs> it's coming so handy. Yes, you sent one to me. That was <laughs> yeah, good. So anyway... Um, she can play Ave Maria on yeah? the recorder. It's great. <laughs> Book it from your funeral. Yeah. Yes, you oh should. God. <laughs> I'll be dead, so I'm not coming. 
What, because of my recorder play? Yes, because of your recorder play. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, anyway, so when they took us... When they took us to this house, they've sort of driven us around for 20 minutes and it felt like we were going around in circles and at that point we did kind of say to one another, because we are in separate cars, there was two cars going, we kind of looked at each other and went, we're going to die, they're just taking us around in circles here. So anyway, by the time we got through the party, it was a great night, had an awesome time, we ended up leaving one of the girls there with the lead singer, whatever, <laughs> um, and we went back to where we were staying, which was literally two minutes away and that was two minutes away from the Viper Room. So they'd obviously taken us... So we couldn't find our way back because yeah. oh, they're okay. a big rock band or whatever. The next day we had booked the LA City Tour where you go to the Playboy Mansion and to the Pretty Woman Hotel and whatever. And we were still – we hadn't been to bed yet, remember? Still so drunk. And the Playboy Mansion is quite a windy road to get up to it. <laughs> Cal was quite ill by that point and had to, get, <laughs> had to get us to pull over out the front of the Playboy Mansion. She didn't spew in the grotto. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I let you go in. No, 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 just out. Oh. oh, kind of, they open, like, the front foyer to the gate. Oh, okay. So, no, you don't yeah. get to go in. She also spewed in the, um, the Wilshire Beverly region, whatever the oh. pretty woman is. Yeah, it was a horrendous tour, but... On, <laughs> a while good tour, she was, you were horrendous. <laughs> yeah, good tour, yeah. We, but while, she, while we were pulled up outside the Playboy Mansion, this song comes on the radio, and I said to Cal, as she's bent over outside the van, um, I said, oh, yeah. Oi, this is the band from last night. This is what they were playing. She's like, yeah, oh, oh, whatever. But it was. And we're like, who is this? And um, the driver of the band like, oh, this is LA's new, newest, hottest band or whatever. And we're like, cool, we're at their house last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Fallout Boy story. Yeah. And that, so that was obviously, what, a couple of years before the UK thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was literally the week or second week I was in America. So you enjoyed America more than, uh, say, Europe? Loved, yep. Really? Every bit of, yeah. I'd go, I'd live in California again. I wouldn't live in London again. I like wide open spaces. And California's uh, yeah. much, much more similar yep. to Australia than yeah. London is. Like, yeah. it used to take me an hour to get across the road to yeah. get lunch and yeah. back again when I was living in London. Like, just horrendous. Oh, that's fair <laughs> enough. Well, saying that, I don't like people that much either, but I do like New York. That's, yeah, I love New York. That was one of my favorite. New York's different totally to London, though. The, yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to London? Surely you have. Yeah, yeah. times. But you I haven't lived there? No. I don't mind it, though. It's yeah, but if you're not living and working yeah. there, it's different. I've never been there as a tourist, unfortunately. Yeah, I've only been there as a tourist oh, mm. three or four times now. I imagine it's quite a great place. I enjoy the history of it, and I enjoy the history of... I lived outside of London in Surrey, where... Um, God, what's the name of King Henry VIII? Um, the court... I don't know, one of his castles is, and I appreciate all that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, if you took all the people out of London, it'd still have a life. Do you know what I mean? It would still live and breathe on its own. Anyway. So, that why you went to Nepal? Because there was no people there at all? No. (laughs) Do you want to know the real reason I went to Nepal? You are chasing a man. No, God, no. Well, (laughs) I shouldn't say God, no. We'll get to that later. Um, I went to Nepal because, and this is true, Growing up with an Apple IIe computer, we used to have, you know, the big floppy disks? Yeah. We used to have the game Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Oh, yeah. no she was always in Kathmandu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, why, and that's Kat- why you went. And that's why I went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But I'd also wanted to go um, what we're rafting. And I was a bit of an adventure, um, an adventure kid. And, so, um, any Himalayas climb? Yeah. So I went and did um, part of the Unipurna circuit and went to this resort up on the Tibetan border called The Last Resort which has been set up by a couple of Kiwis and they've got this bungee bridge across the river. It's the only way you can get to it from the village, which name I can't remember. Um, 
And yeah, so I went and stayed out there for a couple of weeks on my own. And I love travelling on my own because it forces you to, to meet people. To meet people yeah, and no, to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I was there two days and two blokes from Melbourne rocking. And of course, you can hear those accents a mile away yeah, when you haven't you heard can. them for a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, how long were you there for? Uh, a couple of weeks. I was only sort of a stopover on my oh. way home. Mm. Back to Church Road. Back to Church Road, yes, I'm like a bad penny, my mother tells me. Yeah, I just keep turning keep up. Back. Yeah. <laughs> so, back to Warrenine, what was happening there? It was all happening in Warrenine. I actually went back to 3SH. Really? Yeah. Ooh, were they paying you more than $2.50? Yes, they oh. were. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, only for a little while, they, it, it, was, it just happened to be timing. Their um, announcer slash copywriter was leaving at the time to move on somewhere else in the network so I filled in there I was kind of like in a holding pattern and then ended up um, getting a marketing manager's role with Murray Region Tourism when that was first set up oh yeah I went back to Darwin then yeah I forgot about that maybe Donnie's not going to ask the next question I don't know Donnie's playing on his <laughs> phone am I boring you ask him about Darwin Donnie about Darwin Jake <laughs> <laughs> You went to Darwin. Yeah, Darwin. You went to Darwin. about Darwin. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was put in the right spot. Yeah, I, I think it stopped. Uh, yeah, it um, stopped. Was it work that took you to Darwin? No, it was not. But I did end up in radio back in Darwin. What no. took you to Darwin? He's not getting Chat. That's not very nice. Edit that. He does look a bit special. But... Um, <laughs> Special. I followed oh, can a. Can we record that one too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pull that out later. <laughs> I um I followed a male of the species up to Darwin. Really? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have picked that. Mm, no, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> uh, what, Swan Hill boy or? Yeah, I actually went to school with him. Yeah. Where tech or? What? No, he no high school. So he had four legs, not two. <laughs> yeah, was, doing his ACL. Is there a name here? Or? No, we'll leave the name yeah. out. I don't, Legal reasons. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we need to go into names or anything so like obviously that. that I'm sure he's <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Chess. Uh, I thought you come back to... Where'd you end up after Darwin? Oh, sorry. Yeah, so his mum ended up getting very sick. We were, we're only in oh, Darwin shit. about nine months. So, um, And then we ended up coming back to Swan Hill and back to 3SH again. I reckon I've worked there three or four so times. that was like your fallback job. Three Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It just seemed to because the and they just keep taking you back. They kept, well, <laughs> the, the right people that are qualified and want to live in Swan Hill. Want to live in Swan Hill? I meant yeah. that, meant that in the best. Yeah, way. because like, once, yeah. like, if you've got a degree, going to the country to do your traineeship or yeah. whatever to you know cut your teeth, they don't want to do that. They want to go yeah. straight to Nova or straight to Fox or whatever yeah. it is. And people that are qualified and any good, and I have won an award for production so yeah, i'm okay we, we, at what i believe you yeah yeah yeah, yeah so the, you know it just happens to be timing and there's always there's always a, and gatto's a good bloke so mick yeah. gatto. no not mick gatto <laughs> have sat with him a couple of times at family weddings yeah, though no, he's not a bad bloke actually yeah. exactly. i've met him once yeah he's actually not a bad bloke to have a conversation <laughs> no, with. Right. Yeah. just don't get caught in a just no, don't ever yeah. <laughs> or don't ever owe him money Simple. He listens to our podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'd be surprised, Chaz. A lot of Calabrians up this way. <laughs> uh, is that where you met Luke? In Swan Hill. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when I went back to Swan Hill this time, so what that year relationship. Were mm, husband. Oh, 2011, I think. 2000. Yeah, 2011. When did you meet? Did we meet? Yeah. 2011. So that relationship that I went to Darwin for fizzled out. Um, I ended up getting really sick while I was in Darwin as well through all chemical poisoning and all sorts of... Chemical poisoning? Yeah. I was working for um, 
Rent-A-Kill initial and working in radio as well um, and playing basketball there and the Rent-A-Kill, so they're a health company. Rent-A-Kill? Yeah, yeah, so pest control and tampon bins. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you guys wouldn't know them, but that's yeah. what I was yeah. That's yeah, what I was all doing. over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, ended up getting chemical poisoning, which caused from imbalances the in the brain. The... From the pest. Oh, My right, office was in a depot oh, with lots gotcha. of chemicals. Live it in work. Yeah. Mm. And ended up causing Charlie, all sorts of... Something yeah. you don't have to worry about anymore. No, well, I have to deal with it on a daily basis. What? Yeah, you do actually through work. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's about you, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back in Swan Hill. You've yeah. met Luke. Yes, met Luke. I was a trainer for the war, so I ended up back at the Warren Footy Club because, again, there's always a job there when I want it. Trainers um, are very again, hard to come by. Good so. trainers are hard to find. Yep. So if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it well. Yep. Met Luke, who, who was playing, playing the reserves. I was going to say, you were playing. Yeah, yeah. I've always, always have a don't fraternise with the players at any club you work at. Um, Why is that? Just, there is because it's just, <laughs> it's bad. You just don't get involved. And anyway, he was playing reserves. I was the senior trainer. So he dislocated his elbow. The reserves trainers weren't quite up to scratch is, with treating it. And, yeah, and the rest is his. It was actually, <laughs> we got caught out. We tried to keep it a secret until I was strapping his elbow one <laughs> one morning. And I started Snuck bleeding. No, I started bleeding from my forehead. We had an accident the night before and I started bleeding <laughs> from my forehead. So, how did you get... Wait, I don't think I want to know who yeah. you got caught I'm not going to go... Us. Well, the trainer next to me, um, who was very good, and I think she now works at the Western Bulldogs, she said, she goes, Jade, what's wrong with your head? You're bleeding. And I just, for a split one hundredths of a second, looked at Luke and he looked at me and it must have been a look and she went, You're you two. <laughs> and I, we went, what? No. She went, yes, I saw that and... The rest yeah. is history. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Mm. When did you move to Rumbaugh? Well, down to Man. Not long after that, I set up my business in Swan Hill first. And Luke ended up getting... So his marriage, had, his first marriage had broken up eight months or nine months previous to that. Um, I had no idea who... I'd called him... Um, escapes me right now, but I called him the wrong name for the first, like, <laughs> yeah, he looks 12 like rounds. Maybe John. I can't even remember. Anyway, so I'd call him the wrong name for the first, like, 15 rounds of <laughs> footy until we got together. I went, oh, oh, wait, you've been married to... Oh, because this all happened while I was not right. around. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, no, God, someone that's been... Like, he's a divorcee and he's got kids and blah, 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 blah. But I got over that yeah. pretty quickly. Luckily. Mm, so he ended up getting a job with um, Select Harvest up here not long after the footy, that footy season ended. And then we broke up. We had a little hiatus for a little while because I was still dealing with my mental crap. He was still dealing with his mental crap. Um, and it was just not. So we had a break for a little while. I got concentrated on getting better myself. And he moved up here. And yeah, and then I think I moved up here. Um, oh, what about in 2000? I've been here nearly eight years, I suppose. Yeah. Almost a local. Mm. Nearly. No, yeah. nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> nearly. So the whole council thing, what did mm. you involved in that? Like, why are you so interested? <laughs> Aren't you interested in politics? Yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got interested in politics. I think I got interested in... So in year 11, I, I had the opportunity, and I don't think they offer this anymore, but to do Australian history, which one of the, one of the subjects was the Australian political system. 
And I think it sort of stemmed from there and then living in America. So the family that I lived with, the grandfather of that family, who is a former Stanford professor of economics, was also on JFK's staff as um, an economist. Mm. So very well... I could sit and listen to him for hours, but kind of was fascinated by the political system and what he'd learned working on for JFK and all that kind of stuff. And... I don't know, local government I think I've always been interested in. Any uh, further? Like, are we going to look at state? Not yet. I've got little kids. No, because I want to... I've got jobs to do here first. I never say never. I've learnt that the hard way. So, never say never. But, yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't think... Not right now. Fair enough. Not until the kids are way older and somebody vacates. Because, I mean, at the moment, when you look at our representatives... Yeah, I don't know where I'd fit, so no, not at the moment. Oh, I think there could be a spot. <laughs> Discuss. Oh, just, yeah. Obviously, you're doing a great job at the moment for what our Shit, town needs. thanks, Donnie. Well, <laughs> I'll give credit when it's due. Um, Will you? Yeah, no, look, you, you are. <laughs> Good. <Yeah. laughs> no, Good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, you are doing a great job, um, and... Oh, look, you probably beat your head against the wall because you're obviously only one person that represents our, our town and you'd probably want to see a lot more done, but we can't because obviously... Yeah, I'm not beating my head against the wall. I love it. No, but as in, you probably have more ideas in your head you'd want to get out there, but it's just funding and all that kind of stuff. That You know what, you know what it is that's the, the hardest bit is getting community involvement. So mm. I can't do it. I can't say this is what Robinvale needs. I can say that and highlight this needs to be part of the plan, but there needs to be community groups involved, like a rig or a rebar or friends of Bromley Road, yeah, committees and community groups that need to... Like the train at the moment, I got an email from from a local about bringing it up here, and that was an idea that I'd had too, like let's bring it up here, decommission the tracks, plonk it on the railway line here Mm. and call it the Cadis train. He was in government for 23-odd years. I thought that was a great idea, but... I can't say that. Mm. Um, I know that there's probably funding here for a rig or someone to do something like that, but I can't, unless yeah. the community wants it, yeah. I can't yeah. do that. So that's the hardest bit. And, you know, And trying to get the pull, community to agree on one thing, I suppose. It's, not pulling out native veg? Yeah, that too. Who's pulling out? No, it's, it's not just Robinvale, God, it's everywhere. Um, they should make the laws a bit easier. <laughs> we wouldn't pull out. That's a state thing. Yeah. But, and that's, yeah. I am actually going to... Um, but the Swanee uh, Council have that problem too. Oh, yeah. I remember speaking to yeah. the mayor about that. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a problem everywhere. And it's not just us. It's, it's yeah. everywhere. But I don't think that's the biggest issue facing our oh, it's not at all. council at the moment. <laughs> no, so. it's not um, at all. But it's one, of the, it's, it's one of those things that it's a bugbear because we shouldn't have to deal with it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know um, resources should be spent other places, but mm. anyway, back to the J. Benham okay, story. Yeah. Well, um, are we at the end? Like, what's, what's the future hold? What's that, are we no, at the end? No, I'm no, sorry. No, I don't know. You had your two kids. Two kids. Yeah. Now they, well, Peyton be starting school. No, he's doing kinder. Yeah, he's going to do another year of kinder. Yeah. Yeah, at Robinvale. You've done a great job with them because he sat there for the last hour and a bit and not... Not a screen in sight, Donnie. Yeah. Not cracked the shits and said, I've had enough. He's got those great texters, though. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, they're pretty good and they don't make a mess. I'm glad he left it behind have a go later. <laughs> <laughs> which is Actually, great. That, that shows your parenting skills must be okay. Oh. Or you're brought up pretty well. What have you taken today? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Why are you so nice? Right. <laughs> Why are you so nice? Oh. I mean, I appreciate it, but <laughs> shit, I'm getting a bit uncomfortable. No, because I said where credit's due, you give it. Mm. And 
Yeah, obviously is this my birthday present from you. No, the, the screen 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 time is a big thing because you go out for dinner and you see kids that are glued to their iPads or phones, mm. and yeah, where where do you get your socialising from when you go yeah. out? Um, and obviously, you're heavily involved in communities stuff in town, like in basketball and all mm. that kind of stuff. So you're obviously Kinda busy. Have to be, yeah, I think. yeah, which like, is if you're not to me because I've lived in some of the biggest cities in the world. You never feel isolated in that kind of environment. Moving here, even though I only came from sort of Darwin, which is a big country town, um, I still got involved in basketball, still playing basketball yeah. at a high level up there, and you don't really feel isolated. It's still that city environment, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. Mm. But Swan Hill, same thing, I had family around. When you move to somewhere like Robinvale, you pair up with someone and you move to a small town. It's really hard to build relationships mm. in small towns. Yeah. And it can be quite isolating. So being able to umpire netball, ref, yep. play basketball and netball is one of those things you've got to do. Otherwise, you'll end up on your own with no network. And and no doubt once the kids get involved in school and sport, you'll be involved in all that as well. You'll yeah. just follow them through. And yeah. I think Luke will, Luke's going to put his hand up to help Mark with Auskick this year. That's so. brilliant. Yeah. That's because great. Peyton will be five next yeah, month. That's so. great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... When you're getting someone that actually played the game before and knows what he's talking about, that's a bonus as well. So. <laughs> is that a crack at Mark? Yeah. No, because Mark, <laughs> Mark has looked for helpers for the last two years. and no, nobody, get him. Yeah. No, nobody wants to put their hand up. Yeah. You know? We're and talking about Mark Zappel. Zappel. Mark Zappel, yeah. Yeah, you know, and he would step aside and mm. let somebody else do it. But, but Tyler's still in Auskick or is he going up to under 11? No, 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 he's still Auskick. Yeah. No, he's still yeah. Auskick. Yeah, he, he'll be there. Mark will be there. So. Mm. But mm. the old saying is if you want to get a job done, you give it to a busy person. Well, that's so, exactly right. Yeah, and, yeah. Which... Getting back to busy people, what mm. do you like? We're up to nearly present day, so mm. can you tell us exactly what you do at the moment? How's your day pan out in the mornings? What time <sighs> you start? You go for swim? I get or up at boxing about class. Five, yeah. Boxing hasn't been on recently because Luke's about to start harvest, so yeah. boxing will start again after harvest, yeah. which is probably in March. Yeah. I get up about five, and I'll either go for a swim or. I'd say we go out to the gym, but that hasn't happened <laughs> since I've, we've redone it. But it will. Yeah, I'll go for a swim while it's open. Then I'll get home at about quarter past seven, tag team with Luke, who's got, got the work. kids up. Yeah. Yep, he goes to work, I get the kids ready. And then Parker goes to daycare twice a week, which is great because otherwise I'd never get anything done. Peyton goes to preschool. We're in Swan Hill once a week for council. Um, drop the kids off at Nonno's house because yeah. Nonno's got a pool or oh, Nanny awesome. Lynn's house. And they yeah. love it. And yeah. they love it. I think Nonno yeah. enjoys it, enjoys it more yeah. than their kids do. Yeah. Because if he so, doesn't see him for a week, I get a phone call. Where are yeah. the boys? When are you come to Swan Hill? Yeah. God, all right. You know where we live. Yeah. So you've got, um, obviously, the council gig, mm. uh, Clear Eyes Media. Mm-hmm. Which produced the Vale this podcast. Vale podcast. Mm. What else are we looking at? Uh, you, you still do the massage. Yeah, I do. Um, that's supposed to be paying rent at Tory Jade. It doesn't. Oh, because uh, oh, I get really busy. But um, And it's not footy season. And it's not footy season. Yeah, I, it really dies during oh, the summer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been slow since October last year. Mm. Oh. So it's not paying the rent at the moment. Yeah. But, yeah, a couple of days a week. But that's – I keep saying to Luke, I reckon I've been saying it for the last three years, I'm going to give massage away. And he's like, why? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. So I just <laughs> keep doing it. So um, – and I quite enjoy that. Yeah, because mm. we do need someone that knows what they're doing. <laughs> so yeah. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Mm. yeah. If we could get a, um, a permanent space for, like, a studio set up for this, then I could have a room on the side and yeah. everything in the one, in the one There's spot. There's nothing down there? In, well, it's, it's kind of... It goes. 
Yeah, it's really quite echoey in yeah. my room. No, um, mine's down there. And it's, no good. Yeah, and it's echoing. it's set up. I actually heard on 3SH the other day I voiced an ad in there. And even Luke Remy, he goes, where did you voice that Kennedy's at? And I was like, oh, yeah. That's what he said. He goes, were you sitting on the loo? And I'm like, well, no, I was in my office. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. It would be great because Donna and Yak are the landlords up there and (laughs) you can't ask for better landlords. Um, But, yeah, unfortunately, Tori's still using it as as her laser thing too, so. But, no, otherwise, it's been a very uh, enlightening (laughs) interview. (laughs) Good. So listen to your last 40 years. I hope there's another, at least another 60 years. Oh, so hopefully we can sit it. back here in 10 years' time and go wow. through what you've achieved on council mm. and how your life's gone. But um, Maybe launch your uh, state government. In yes, 10 years? Yes. Maybe yeah. in 10 years. Yeah. It's an election year for local government this well, year. Mm. So when Luke said, hey, would you be up for this? I went, well, it is an election year. So yeah. it could be quite different. The landscape over... The next four years will probably change a bit. So it is going to be important that anyone, you know, if anyone in Robinvale wants to run again and perhaps give us two because it'll be unsubdivided. Mm. Oh, great. Um, so we're going to have... We're going to have two. Potentially two people from Robinvale. We might even have someone that doesn't even live here represent us, Charlie. Mm. Wow. Well, it depends. Because it's going to be who's unsubdivided, that? they'd need to be... Um, <laughs> yeah, who is that? Yeah. you got someone in mind? Yeah. No, I was just saying it. Like, <laughs> you told me that. Well, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> That's why because you just want somebody from Rombile to do it. <laughs> it's not the Charlie Albanese really? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, I like, like asking just questions. Just you with this book. Mike Munro coming. <laughs> Shane Kenner. I'm waiting for him. This, uh, is, this is your life. <laughs> you should have had the music yeah. up on the chaos hat. <laughs> I was trying, yeah. <laughs> I've got to shoot because I've got to go coach basketball. But um, thank you, Jay. Are you, oh. I think we're done. It's yeah, been great. Okay. Yep. Unless you've got more to say about your life, you can keep talking forever if you want. I probably could have, but we can just... Got to keep it R-rated or M-rated. No, we keep it PG. We gave it a bottle of champagne. Which is yeah, and thank you. Recording. Thanks for the bottle of champagne. And you said to me when I walked in, oh, we should open it now. It's not chilled, Charlie. It was chilled oh, when I bought yeah, it. No, it is, yes. yeah. Chilled. Mm, it's, yeah. That's beautiful champagne too, and I'm into champagne. Yeah, good. So, Apparently yeah. you're quite the coffee... Connoisseur, it's not, right? but again, it's not the Charlie Albanese show. We'll leave that for another day. <laughs> the inner city suburb guy that votes green. Yeah. <gasps> Are you? I'm not going to confirm or nor deny. Charlie, come on. Wow. Yeah. Mm, there's a revelation. That's not good. Yeah, I've changed. But anyway, this is about me. Yes, so. so uh, <laughs> anyway, I've got to go. Catch us later. Right. Yeah. No, don't worry about that. Are you no. going to produce this after? Yeah, I can. Really? Yeah. There's not, actually not much to do. No. Would you cut oh, anything I'll out of this? Um, Thanks, Donnie. Uh, see you. That bit that Donnie was talking about before, but apart from that. Which bit? I don't know. Just <laughs> good. <laughs> that bit. <laughs> How did we started with a room full of people? I know, and everyone's gone. And now it's just you and me. I know. It's pretty sad. Thank you, Jade, for uh, your time today. No, thanks, Chalutz. <laughs> That's right. For um, ambushing the podcast. It's yeah. been no, interesting. Yeah, no, I always no. thought I'd be interviewed by Oprah. You're the, the next best thing. Best thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I tried to get her. She was busy. <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, we're running long now. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think that's gone. Over an hour. Yeah. Yeah, cool. We're out. I've tuned out already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.